Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Well, good morning. Is this on? It is on. Excellent. Um, It's a great pleasure to be here with you this morning to celebrate Laurie's uh, public commitment to Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Um, Laurie, I've heard that uh, cold water swimming is very good for you, and um, that may be something you're about to find out. (laughs) Um, My name's Alistair, for those of you who don't know me. And... uh, have you ever had that experience where you sort of feel that your thunder has been stolen? And uh, watching that video, which I wasn't aware was going to be played, um, I thought, hmm, well, that just about sums it up. There's not really anything else for me to add. But, uh, but here we are. Um, so you may well have heard the expression that God moves in mysterious ways. And um, I think I can uh, testify to that. Uh, when I first met Laurie, sorry, Laurie, I'm going to embarrass you now. When I first met Laurie a few years ago, she thought I was the taxi driver uh, come to pick up her then other half, David. And um, from those inauspicious beginnings, here I am, having the great privilege of speaking at her baptism service. I should just say that I am available for her as a taxi driver, (laughs) but my rates are rather exorbitant. Seriously, though, it was three what I call a God incidence that Laurie came to the Alpha course that we held here at St. Swithin's last year. I'd actually invited David, who uh, I knew through business, uh, to come to Alpha and suggested that he bring Laurie as well. I didn't hear back from him, but I did get an email from Laurie, who happened to have seen the invitation on his computer saying that she would love to come. And the rest, as they say, is history. So, what exactly is this baptism that we will witness Laurie undergo this morning, as well as being a good dunking? Well, I'd like to spend just a few minutes unpacking some of the elements of the passage that we just heard read to us and what the, um, the video showed. I think it's worth just hearing again. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So the context for this passage is that it takes place after Jesus' death and resurrection, which I put to you is the most important event in world history. Because he died and rose again to life, and there is a wealth of well-attested evidence that you can examine for yourselves in relation to those events, we can trust and believe Jesus' claim that he is the Son of God and that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. 
So here, after his resurrection, Jesus meets his remaining 11 disciples, Judas has gone, in Galilee, and he commands them to do three things. Firstly, he commands them to go and make disciples of all nations. This means to make everyone a follower of Jesus. Why? Because in John 15, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And the extraordinary truth is that the God who made the universe and everything in it wants to have a relationship with you and with me. Or perhaps a better way of putting it is that he wants to restore the relationship that Adam and Eve, the first of humankind, enjoyed with him before they chose to go their own way. And the gulf that separates us from God is so great that we cannot bridge it ourselves. So God, in the person of Jesus, came to earth to provide a way for us to come into relationship with him. As we heard in the video, this was accomplished by Jesus taking the penalty that we deserve for our wrongdoing on himself when he died on the cross. I don't have the time here to explain uh, why Jesus had to die and all that his death and resurrection accomplished, but let me just say this. Jesus' death on the cross was and is the supreme act of love in all of history. And because of it, we know that God loves us. In fact, if Laurie had been the only person in the world, Jesus would have died for her. And that is true for you and for me. That's how much he loves us. But Jesus makes it clear that he is the only way that any one of us can come into a relationship with God which is why there is an urgency to go and make disciples of all nations. So before her baptism, Laurie has already become a disciple or follower of Jesus. She's turned away from her old life and turned to God, which the Bible calls repentance, accepting Jesus as her Lord and Savior. The second thing that Jesus commands his disciples to do is to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So Laurie is being obedient to Jesus in being baptized this morning. But what's the point of it? Well, firstly, it's a public de declaration of faith and in and commitment to Jesus. In a sense, it's like the ring in marriage. It's the physical mark of the start of this new life. Secondly, as we heard, it's symbolic of Jesus' death and resurrection and what it accomplished. So when Laurie accepted Jesus into her life, she became a new creation. As it says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, the old has gone the new has come. This is in a spiritual sense rather than a physical one. And being immersed in the water is symbolic of dying to the old self with Jesus and being washed clean from all our wrongdoing, which the Bible calls sin. And being raised out of the water is symbolic of the new life that Jesus gives to his followers through the Spirit, who lives in the hearts of believers from the moment of conversion. And thirdly, Laurie's baptism is some symbolic of her acceptance into the Church of Christ. You know, the Christian life is not meant to be lived in private, nor is it meant to be lived alone. Baptism brings your life into the light of the church's loving concern. And baptism sets you within the strengthening and sustaining community of Christ's people. It's also a great encouragement to the church. And I can assure you that Laurie's becoming part of our church family, which is God's family, has brought huge blessing and encouragement to us. You know, I heard the expression joy bomb used of another Christian lady recently, and I think that's a very dis fitting description of Laurie. 
And so finally, Jesus commands his followers to teach and obey everything he commanded. And teaching should be a fundamental part of any church community. Uh, and Laurie is part of a life group here that meets every week to study the Bible, which is really God's love letter to us. Her hunger to learn and to put into practice what she learns is very apparent. And that's inspiring to those of us who've been, a Christ, who've been Christians for a while. So does this mean that the Christian life is a bit of roses and everything's perfect? Well, no, it doesn't. Jesus tells us that if we choose to follow him, we will have trouble in this world and that we must be prepared to take up our cross daily, which means being prepared to do what he calls us to do rather than what we might want to do. However, Jesus also says in the last verse of our passage, with which Matthew's gospel actually ends, that he is with us always to the very end of the age. So how is this possible? Well, as I mentioned before, Jesus promised to send the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus is one of his names, to indwell every believer. The Holy Spirit has many names and attributes. The Counselor, which means teacher, and the Comforter are just two of these, and there are too many others to run through in the time that's available here. Jesus also said that he came to give his followers life and life to the full. And anyone who's been around Laurie since she invited Jesus into her life will know that she's living life to the full. And the contrast with her old way of life is clear to see. I should also add that Laurie is obeying Jesus' command to make disciples, as she just can't stop telling people about Jesus and what he's done for her. <laughs> so my question to you this morning is, have you accepted the invitation that Jesus offers to everyone to come into your life as Lord and Saviour, to wipe, wipe the slate clean for all your wrongdoing and to remove your guilt and shame, to offer you life in all its fullness, both now and in eternity, which the Bible calls being saved. You see, we're offered a choice in this life, and that's to accept Jesus' invitation or to reject it. And God honours that choice in eternity. One of my great heroes of faith, C.S. Lewis, said this, Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, is of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. So my plea to you, if you haven't taken the opportunity to explore the Christian faith, is to please do so as soon as you can. It's too important to ignore. Come and talk to me or Tim or anyone here about how you can do that. But if you don't want to wait and you want to invite Jesus into your life right now, which I believe is the best decision you will ever, ever make, then please join me in a, in a silent prayer, which you can do by closing your eyes and echoing the word silently in your heart. And if you've been a follower of Jesus for many years, you know, maybe this is a good time to just reaffirm your commitment to him. So let's just pray. Lord Jesus Christ, I'm sorry for the things I have done wrong in my life. Just take a few moments to ask his forgiveness for anything particular on your conscience. Please forgive me. I now turn from everything that I know is wrong. Thank you 
that you died on the cross for me so that I could be forgiven and set free. Thank you that you offer me forgiveness and the gift of your spirit. I now receive that gift. Please come into my life by your Holy Spirit to be with me forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.